And now they're all so confused. What are we doing? Where are we here? Oh my god, what are we doing here? Disembodied laughing. Wahaha. Dramatic music. And then the scariest thing of all, technical difficulties. Yeah, you're, you're so funny. Okay, recording. It's kind of hot in here. Is there? Can you cut down the heat? It's like 90 degrees in here. Damn, I'm in hell! I haven't actually picked a clip yet since I have to actually pick something. Usually I already have these picked, but now we're just inserting them later so they sound crisp and clear and not recorded off of a phone. Yeah. Speaker into microphone sounds weird. Ah, uh, shush. Hopefully I also sound crisp and clear, as I'm. this is the first episode I'm recording on my new microphone. We'll yeah. see. It'll be just my fucking luck I sound exactly like I always do. But who knows? Anyway, welcome to Two Gays Drag Cast, the podcast where a former drag queen and somebody who it seems to act like one at times... That's that one. What do you mean, seems to act like one sometimes? I know what I said. We talk about all things non-Drag Race US related, although currently that only applies to Dragula, soon it will include other things such as Drag Race Thailand, and possibly the other Drag Race International franchises. Although not Italy. I saw the cast possible cast release for Italy and it just looks... Vera White. Like Vera Vera White. Oh boy. Like it's surprisingly white. Oh girl. And uh, I'm not gonna deal with that. So y'all deal with that hot mess. Anyway, we're here because, despite a slow start, because Shudder decided we're going to cosplay as Amazon Prime today, <laughs> delaying the episode by about an hour, we have our first episode of Dragula, the search for the next drag super monster. Ooh, dun dun, dun dun, Shudder. It has begun a Shudder original series. Ooh, a Boulet Brothers production. Ooh. Yeah, based on the reviews so far, it has mostly positive. Like, it has five skulls on its reviews, which is good. But also, some people have noted mm, there's some things kind of weird, but I think they're mostly just annoyed with the competition I don't care. results. <laughs> People are like, oh, it's weird. Well, fucking deal with it. I don't care. Y'all find everything, little thing to nitpick and complain about. Like, please. Who should be glad that, especially for a show with this fucking varied of a back and bouncing forth and like oh my God, yeah. finding a fucking audience? Just be fucking grateful. First is this intro, also known as seven minutes of skippable footage. <sighs> Normally, anyway, but for once, it actually kind of applies. No. No, I, I pretty much the entire Drag Race, we were talking about it in the episode. I don't think a single person really enjoyed that intro. There may have been one or two, but I just saw it as seven minutes of skippable footage. I did not care. I was so bored. Like, I watched the first, like, minute and a half, and at this point I was like, okay, first it's a ritual, then it's like a slasher horror movie where they finally decide to tie in those fucking masks they were selling to be like, wear, make sure you're wearing those Boulet Brothers masks on the show premiere night. Because it took into this fucking seven and a half minute intro. 
Like, my god, this took forever. Yeah, they wanted to go for another Boulay Brothers origin story. How many have we had at this point? Three? Four? Quite a few. Anyway, personally, if you want to see it that badly, you can watch it yourself. It has nothing to do with the competition, so I'm just skipping it. Let's move into the more entertaining part of this. The theme song. First there's a screen. Drag. Filth. Horror. Glamour. Dragula. She's a killer. Queen? She'll make you. Oh, they changed some of it. Yeah, Queen. Oh, they made the... They changed the lyric. Oh, yeah, there it is. She'll make you. Scream. Drag, 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 Dragula. Ah, yes. The winner of the Boulay Brothers Dragula will headline a Dragula World Tour. Fun. Receive a $100,000 cash prize. Courtesy of us. Uh, every time I see that, I just want to say... It's like... Courtesy of Bible Girl. <laughs> that channel's not around anymore because they don't upload. It's really sad. But still, if you want to go back and see a full, I think it was season two they did. Yes. Uh, go watch the Dragula Boo Caps. So funny. I just cash prize of twenty thousand, twenty or whatever. Like what was it? Ten thousand? No, was it? 10, it was ten thousand still. Ten thousand. Yeah, at two. that point. But yeah, yeah, yeah. A cash tip of ten thousand dollars, courtesy of Bible Girl. <laughs> so fucking yeah. stupid. It's been so long, but that still lives rent-free in my head. I I love mm. those. Like Agreed. <laughs> what was it? Erica Clash's extermination? That one specifically that lives rent-free in my head. Yes. It's so funny. Yes, the Dangan the Dangan Rampa themed one. Yeah. Anyway, we have an opening. We're in a, some sort of warehouse area, a van being pulled up, and our first contestant who does not want to do this shit, Mary Cherry, basically like, I'm not doing this, you can't make me do this. And they're just like, This is what you signed up for, dumbass. It's like, oh yeah, I did sign up for this shit. Even though, you know, that's all just acting. Yeah, and they're communicating over, like, radio. This is Mary Cherry from Brooklyn, New York, and she's scared as fuck. I think it's so funny. She's like, all I see is haunted, and I'm not down for anything haunted. Bitch, why did you sign up for Dragula? That's that's a very good question. I was wondering that myself. Like, I'm sure she's just joking, but it's just like, ma'am, you signed up for Dragula. You better know what you have gotten yourself into. I mean, she might be interested in everything else horror-related, but specifically be superstitious about ghosts, but I don't know. That's a thing with me. Anyway, so first we start off with a haunted house-esque. This seems to be a giant haunted house. Mary getting scared by some... who They were, like, hanging on the ceiling. An, an, and an actor drop... who was hanging from the ceiling, like a bat. It was hilarious. Yes, a, a scare actor, yes. Entering into a room which looks like a very sleazy dive bar. Yeah, such a dive bar. Like, I, I don't... I think the Boulets are trying to go for a specific aesthetic with it, but I don't know. This will be our cor cor what's what's the word? Corrugation? What the hell? Uh, I don't know. There's a word for it. Con congregating area, I guess, where all the queens and monsters will uh, gather together. Next up, we have Astrid Aurelia, also getting scared by our hanging scare <laughs> actor. Not too many of them actually wind up visibly getting scared by them. But uh, no. I think it was just for the first few. And so that everyone was freaking out when they entered. <laughs> and they're, you know, so they seem to know each other. They had their little hellos. Next up is La Zavaleta from Mexico City, but living in Brooklyn, New York. She's so fucking excited to be here. Yes, give me more. Give me more. Oh, you're going to get it. Oh. Mm -hmm. And we'll get it. Oh, God. We'll get to you. I have problems with you. 
<laughs> yes, she, he, he has got lots of problems with Zavaleta. Uh, I like Zavaleta less and less throughout the episode. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Anyways, next up, Coco Kane enters. The zombie stripper from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Looking very high and mighty, even going right past the scare actor in the edit, but mm-hmm. still... Like, walking into the room, still kind of freaking titties out. bouncing. Titties, titties, titties. Look at those titties But bouncing. yeah, look at those titties, titties, titties bouncing. Titties. <laughs> titty, 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 titty. Ooh, look at that ass. Look at them titties. Look at that hair. Ooh, yeah. Coco Kane. Although, actually, Stunning. looking back at this now, considering what she brings to the floor show, that actually looks very similar. Too bad. I love it anyway. Zavaleta and Coco seem to already be starting the first of many fights. Oh, yes. Well, not fights, but just a little snapbacks back and forth. And next up... Oh, boy. The bitter bitch herself. Completely turning a 720 from what you see on Twitter. Sweet and simple bitter betty with her pigtails and her little southern outfit and her little confessional look. She's so sweet and innocent. Look at me. She don't look sweet and innocent to me. Maybe not to you, but it definitely gives off... I think pretty much everybody agreed that it gives off a very different vibe than what she's been putting out on Twitter. Although, like I said, she's been very quiet in those opinions on Twitter as of recent, so... Yes. And, you know, so there's a look. She... Yeah, I don't... We haven't actually really been describing these looks, but it doesn't... You know, the floor show's the main look. We're never going to see these looks again. Although, I guess we're never going to see the The floor show looks looks or whatever, for the most part. Next up, Jay Jolie... Here she comes. She's a mouse. Mm, yes. <laughs> Somebody, Betty seems to be excited to meet Jade. Probably because it's like, ooh, RuPaul's Drag Race, something I can yell about. Yep. Except, of course, they never actually <laughs> mention it. They just say, I was on another television show. They never do explicitly say the words RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes, I do believe they're not supposed to name other competition shows. And Which is so strange. I wouldn't be surprised if Drag Race has stipulations in their contract going back all the way even to season one, that if you're on a different competition, you aren't supposed to use RuPaul's Drag Race for clout. Whatever. Anyway, next up is Hoso Terotoma, also getting scared by a scare actor. Yes, yes, that one was in funny. And everybody has, sees Hoso. Very interested in Miss Hoso Terotoma. Apparently, Betty has is intimidated. She seems to be getting quite a few uh, confessionals here in the beginning. Next up, step on me, mommy. It's Sigourney Beaver, looking stunning in gold and a white mohawk-esque look. Yeah, looking like the third Boulet brother, of course. Lots of chains as well. Mm, Betty gorgeous. And I'm so, I'm so sad. She's so friendly with Betty. Because they're like, oh my god, we're Chicago sisters. Yeah, I think it's only because she seems to recognize Betty. Well, yeah, because she's like Chicago. But the thing is, like, they never... I don't think she follows her on Twitter. They don't interact much. I guess she likes her Insta post, but I was truly just like... She's like, can't there be one person who doesn't interact with her? But, like, people have said it before that, like, she may be a bitch and have terrible opinions on Twitter, but still... I'm sure people are friends with people who have terrible opinions. Yeah, they want to hold out hope that they can be better, or they want to stick around and I try guess. to be, like, the ones who can be, I can change them. Or... Well, I again, I don't think it's better either. No, I don't even think it's that. You're just, no, you're just looking more into it. I think people, 
because I'm friends with, like, Republicans. I don't think I'm friends with... I don't know if I'm friends with Trump supporters, but, like, I know I have friends who are definitely not on the same side of things as me, but it's just... It's the way people work. You just learn not to discuss it, and then you move on with your life, and you only discuss the things you're friendly with. Yeah. You know, and then it's just... I'm sure the same is here. They probably don't discuss the trans in- issues and stuff, like, that she gets on with with Betty, and they just discuss, like, yeah. how's your drag today? Okay, good. And then they move on with their day. I mean, in the main world of trans Twitter, just to give a little bit of an insight for people who are really not well-versed in it, people tend not to d- discuss even gender meta... Or gender metaphysics, that's what I'm trying to say. Gender metaphysics, because, like, people tend to disagree with whatever gender theory you present. No matter what. So it's always going to be a debate. A lot of people are like, I don't believe in gender metaphysics at all, but still find some offense in specific ones and more hard in others. And like, it's a whole ass thing. You can find a place for everyone in, ev- in basically every theory. You kind of just need to create one. That's what it is. Anyways, it, trans Twitter is a whole ass thing. Yeah. Anyway, that's not what the people are listening to this podcast supposed to be talking about dragula anyways uh what we can discuss next is um the infighting between mary and sigourney they already are starting well really it's just a one-sided thing yeah mary basically as soon as sigourney i guess was introducing mary was introducing herself to sigourney and then seeing betty immediately ran over to her be like ah my chicago bestie and mary's just like well all right fuck you yeah and then yeah basically being like i guess she doesn't like me Next is formaldehyde, 21, in those go-go boot things that they always say not to wear. Or whatever, those big boots. The club kid's Mary boots? Mary also which... hated, yeah, club kid boots. Mary I mean, also hating on formelda. Yeah. Basically saying she has no personality. Which is weird. And they're like, do you always wear masks? Yes, I do wear a mask. Oh, it's the masked queen of the season. And of course... Jade being the good person, saying she loves all valid and fucking Aussie. I like Jade. I think she's gonna. People think she's gonna get like a villain edit. I think I Jade know. will go far. Yeah, she's like she appreciates all drag. Unlike you know Mary being like I don't like her drag. It's stupid mass. There's no personality. Jade's like yes, I think all drag is great and all da 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 da. So you know I like it. But yeah, they're basically because of course the stigma is most all mass queens I believe have never done well i think yeah uh, i'm trying to think who did like it really highlighted itself with moniki yeah moniki um, went early out season three i forget who was the masked queen on season three it was somebody i think yavska was notorious for it ah that's right yavska and she went home relatively early you should have watched the episode before you listen to the podcast and also this is about 16 minutes in so i apologize in advance but the curse continues and the mask queen does not do well no and i'm actually kind of annoyed by it personally yeah we'll, we'll get, get there when we get thoughts. there yeah you'll you'll have your thoughts and i really just don't care my point to the whole being is honestly at this point why keep inviting the masked queens if they're not gonna do well not about their drag i just feel like if they're never gonna get they it. don't get it yeah Anyway, next up, our returning ghoul, Saint. Hello, hello, Saint. Welcome back. Stunning, 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 stunning. And now they're all so confused. What are we doing? Where are we here? Oh my god, what are we doing here? Disembodied laughing. Wahaha. Dramatic music. And then the scariest thing of all, technical difficulties. (laughs) 
yeah you're you're so funny that's what i think whenever i see glitching technology in horror it's like is that really the scariest thing of all or is your aux cord just slightly loose fucking just if you're gonna do like really big dramatic stuff do flashing lights and then like scramble in and scramble out don't overdo it with that because it just looks bad I get that the idea is to look bad, but also, it it looks dumb. <laughs> it really looks dumb. Anyway, the Boulets are here and decide that it's time for to a wear bit of an that upgrade. molded meat dress from last season, except they've melted it's it and dyed just, it red. Uh, was that even what? Was that even a read? Like what is? Oh, whatever. Either. That's what it reminds me of. Well, maybe get some more references, because that's not what it reminds me of at all, but okay. Anyway, the cash prize, $100,000, next drag super monster, yippee dippy doo da and we move on to our first mini-extermination. As they are in a haunted house, they will have to walk through the haunted house in two groups of five, and if anybody does not make it, which of course they all do because they're not going to fucking do that, because duh. duh, but the whole fake threat is if nobody makes it through, they are immediately exterminated. Basically just a really upgraded version of the pick a lipstick case and if you get spiders you have to eat it and if you win a bad you get a free trip. But nobody gets a free trip and everybody gets a chance to die. Hooray! Except of course that doesn't happen obviously so they go in groups of five. Let's see if I can make out the groups of five. Uh, yeah, they also go into these like container things and are launched it just means that they're yeah. dropped presumably onto cushions because they are not shown dropping onto the cushions we're just we just get to see them walking out of wherever they came from interesting to say the least they go in front of like these cars or this one car specifically that's on a track um that is made to drive really fast up right in front of them yeah, I was still looking at the droppings or whatever, but yeah. Let's see. Okay, so that's Betty, Zavaleta, Jade. Who's got that hair? I think that's Hoso. And one more. I'm going to assume it's Coco. So I think that's one team, and then the other queens are... Yeah, that's Coco. So that's their team, and then everyone else is in the other team, but yeah. Yeah. Basically, they have to sit in front of this wall sort of thing. The car drives up all the way to the front and just... Uh, ah, Wishes them with air and it's stuff. Like... Yeah, wish them with hair, tire squeak, car horn, and uh, Astrid takes a nasty fall, apparently, and has a panic attack because apparently they were in a nasty car accident. And we'll get back to this later, which I'm sure Guy will be thrilled to yell about. Apparently, Zavaleta gets into a fight with Astrid about how they felt about the car and getting into a thing and etc. etc. Yeah. But we'll get to that when that fight happens. But yes, they ask her if she's okay. There's tense dramatic music because, of course, there's always tense dramatic music if something happens. Oh, my God. Wow, something's happening. It's got to be tense dramatic music. Ah. Getting scared, getting scared. Fuck shit, where do we go? Getting scared, getting scared. I don't care. Oh, yeah, by the way, they then walked through in an the upside um, down room. bunk bedroom that was the uh, promo shot. Well, if you notice, a lot of this shit is actually from the promo stuff. Not just this room, but I believe also there. Even uh, the bars, the the bars, the uh, the red. I think the red like thing they interview in is this is in this somewhere. I think. Hmm. Well, they designed this set. They got to use it. I guess. But yeah, basically they all make it out. Yay! We did it! Ha 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 ha! Yay! Oh, they also have yay. a turning room. 
Yes, they have a turning room, and Sigourney probably breaks her knee, and of course we just can't have a drag or queen. Rib. And yes, or rib. The point is, we can't have one of these goddamn drag shows without somebody breaking a fucking body part. Yeah. Nowadays, that's that's the new death drop. It's just fucking dropping dead. Yeah. I mean, people would always say death drops are dangerous, but no, the rest of the competition actually is too. <laughs> it seems to be doing splits, actually, but I digress. As a special reward for making it, each of them receive a state-of-the-art special effect makeups kit from PPI and Skin Illustrator, the industry's leading special effects makeup wizard. Oh, now officially earn their spot into the competition, says Big Boulet before she eats Small Boulet. Uh, how many times has Big Boulet eaten Small Boulet? Never, but I'm sure one of these days they're going to have to actually make it a thing. Anyway, because the first challenge is upon us. It is... The Horror Icon Challenge. Basically, take a horror icon, recreate it in your own way without making it just exactly like the other, you know, your creation, which we'll get into because some of them actually do that. Basically, turn it into your version of the horror icon. We want, we don't, as they say, they don't want cosplay, but they want to be able to recognize who the chosen icon is while still seeing who you are. The winner of the challenge will see $1,000 in high heels from FierceQueens.com. And the two competitors who score the lowest will be up for extermination. <laughs> now we're into the updated season four boudoir. The new boudoir still has the coffin-shaped opening. A coffin-shaped table in the middle. Yep, it has a big central table and then a bunch of side tables. It looks way more like the workroom now which but i'm it's... sure is the plan that's kind of the whole idea is like oh look it's a workroom i mean if you compare it to the boudoirs of season past this looks like a fucking barbie dream house compared to those fucking swamp things yeah but it's probably intentionally that way just so that it actually looks i don't know you know usable and is usable i know everybody's here and they're out of geesh they look in all normal well you know as normal as one can be they're out, they're looking at each other, and they're like, let's talk about the situation. Indeed. They start off talking about how the they put the two people with tits first above everyone else to lead the group. And Coco has quite a funny line. <laughs> I love Coco basically saying, uh, I have to, hold on, she said, because I can quote it as I'm watching it but it's my favorite. She goes, well, we put Betty in front because she's been alive longer, and if it took her out first, she's had a good run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one, was, that one was good. That one makes sense. <laughs> I like Coco. And now we get into the first fight of our season. Oh Basically, Astrid going about how the car scared her and Zavaleta calling her a pussy for that. And, you know, I mean, if you want to talk about it, sure, because you seem to have a lot of words for Zavaleta. Alright, well this was one of the moments where Zavaleta lost a little favor and then regained it because you were like, okay, you were kind of amicable and a little bit understanding, but then you also were like, alright, it's not simply about the fact that you were scared, it's about the fact that you seemed to not directly face your fear. But then Astrid was like, well I did, and I'm here. And Zavaleta's like, alright, you are here to face your fears. Great. And that could have been the end of it. But then things kept going, and it was kind of on, like, a little bit, I don't know. Things were said targeting, who do you think should go home? And Zavaleta was chosen by Astrid. I think Astrid harbors a little bit of a uh, grudge. 
And then I think it's funny, of course, now Zavaleta is coming for Sigourney. Yep. For free, for free, for free. Insulting her killed, like, catchphrases. Sigourney's basically like, why is she so mean? Even when she's talking nice, she's just a really bitchy. And I'm like, I agreed. Uh, somebody's saying, ah, yes. Betty's saying, I don't think Zavaleta's a bitch. I think she's just young and immature. Could also apply. You're also old and immature at times, Betty, but I agree oh, yeah. with you. Takes one to know one. Yeah, I guess. And now somebody, tr- I think who forgot to try to, I think Mary tried to defend her. And now Zavaleta's like, no, 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 we just met. I don't need you to defend me. I can defend myself. Da, 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 da. And everyone's just like, oop. Face cracks of the century. Coco giving amazing commentary as he's all being like, I guess I'm learning about New York is that they love to fight. Yeah. They kiss and stab each other and love and it's great. And I just, oh, it's wonderful. And now they're talking about who is do you think is your biggest competition from first impressions? And a lot of people seem to say Hoso. I also saw a lot of people in my in the chat the other day when I was watching it. They all like, oh my god, I want Hoso to fuck me. Blah, 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 blah. I personally don't see it, but good for them. I also have other people who say you know, everyone was gagging over uh, Astrid. And somebody sent me a message, I won't say who, but they were like, you know, I don't think Astrid's as hot as everybody said they were. And I was just like, okay. I, I don't know. I don't think any of them, I wouldn't touch any of them with a tadfoot pole. <laughs> Although I would let Sigourney crush me with every fiber of her being. Because <laughs> I'm a glutton for gorgeous, gorgeous women. Yeah, which is so interesting because you are so gay. That doesn't matter. You can be gay and still love gorgeous women. True. Another reason why I am so, like, unsure about why you seem to not like my painted nails. Because you're not a gorgeous woman. Can't I be a gorgeous NB? To you. And then, of course, they keep getting Sigourney's name wrong. Well, Mary gets Sigourney's name wrong, which is... And she's like, Sigourney? 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 And now we've gotten into the conversation of who's first out, so I'm sure you're gonna... Surprisingly, in first outs, a lot of people seem to be saying Formelda, just, I think, based on the... Mask the, thing. Uh, mask not doing so well and of course now here comes Zavaleta jumping in mm-hmm. and now I'm sure you'll have something you want to talk about so go nuts Ugh, words were said things about performance competition what even was it yeah and basically and then Zavaleta getting in and being like yeah, and you're a mass queen and I don't think you're great and blah 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 so now they're all getting annoyed this is just, it's just sitting around at a table yelling at each other. Meanwhile, Jade's truly just sitting there like, I don't have to get into a fight. I'm going to sit here and smile. Yeah, Jade did not really say almost anything. <laughs> nope, she's like, I'm going to sit here. I'm going to smile. She's I'm seen it. She has dealt with it. She does not. She's like, I, I called, so I called somebody that I cannot mention as they were afraid to a show. I said they had back rolls and I know where that got me. So I'm just going to shut the hell up. Yeah. Yeah, I'd only uh, wound up benefiting Alyssa. <laughs> even the getter Jade didn't even benefited Coco more than it benefited Jade. Things that directly yeah. <laughs> were made by Bud Jade and nothing have ever even gave Jade. It went to Coco or Alyssa. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, we're into the design part. I don't care. Because we can just talk about it when they're on the stage. Yeah, I forgot who was even what at certain points. Um, I'm still confused about a few. Yeah, don't worry. Like I said, I'm actually watching it, so... Yeah, well, we'll go through it and I'll help you, maybe. 
First Desire Boule intro looking... Well, they're using their promo looks, so... Nothing new. We've seen this. All the video that is shown is basically everything we saw in the promo, so it's nothing exciting. I mean, it's exciting. They still look good, but, you know. Yeah, we're pretty familiar with this aesthetic. They look good, but they would be read to filth for uh, repetition at this point. Would it be rep? I don't think it's repetition. I'm pretty sure they've done this in every season. They usually the promo look is their first look or some look, if I remember correctly. I more so mean like the silhouette and specific varieties of pieces like they have reused these gloves gloves for so 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 many looks well when it's their thing it's their thing when it's your thing it's your thing and when you're the horror host you don't really have to fucking worry about it true anyway let's introduce our guest judge horror film historian tananarivdu tananarivdu i'm trying to listen to the episode without having a pickup on the audio and now a three-time returnee, the judge, that's impressive, Darren Stein. Yes, established horror writer and also drag lover. Director, writer. Now let's dim the lights, start the music, and let the floor show begin! Everyone we see in silhouettes against the background at first, which is... Real great for establishing. Now the floor show stage looks relatively the same. They've got a nice new, I guess, screen background, I think. But nothing too uh, fantastical. I mean, it's not bad, obviously, but... Okay, first up, we have Hoso Teratoma as the other mother from Coraline. Looking stunning. Okay, so... Exactly what was said in the episode is exactly right for me. Uh, the Other Mother was, like, the first horror thing that I actively watched or saw. And, um, yeah, this creature had lived in my nightmares. Good for you. I think it's gorgeous. It looks stunning. I'm going to give it a toot, and we're going to move on. Uh, really? You're going to be that done and over with it that fast? I mean, I don't really have anything to say. I think it's stunning. I don't really... I mean, the details are great. I don't know what else there is to say. Personally, I think it should have won over who actually won, but that's... I'm not trying to spend 20... I'm not trying to make this an hour-long podcast. Okay, babe. That's what we're here to do. Otherwise, why would you listen to us and not just watch the fucking episode on your own only? Because we're entertaining. Whatever, it's a good look. I don't really have anything else to say about it. All right, fine. I agree, it's a good look. Um, very nice and insectoid. It's good, it does the job that needs to be done. It looks like the other mother, it's great. It's, I don't know what you want from me. It looks cool. Fair enough, fair enough. Anyway, next up, we have Jade Jolie as Hocus Pocus, I believe, Sarah, wherever Je Sarah Jessica's Parker character was, I believe. I think her name actually is Sarah. Yeah, I believe it's Sarah Sanderson or something. Sarah Sanderson, yes. A little more uh, grotesque version as she holds a lantern with maggots in it and proceeds to eat the maggots. She's still the pretty Sanderson sister, but I think it works. But a definitely more twisted version and like people saying she's not a monster. I mean, she ate live maggots, I think. So yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. Toot for Jade. Next up, we have a simplified sexy. I'm trying to think how many S words I can do. Simplified, but sexy slaymaker named saint 
portraying Leatherface from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, complete with chainsaw. It's a little simple, just it's it's really a t-shirt with flesh on it and flesh face. Like, don't get me wrong, I think it still looks nice, but I definitely think it's a little simple. And sort of like a flesh loincloth or apron? Yeah, a flesh loincloth apron with a chainsaw. Obviously, I don't think it's a real chainsaw. It's a, it's a, one of those prop moving chainsaws. Yeah. Still nice. I think it's a fine look. I think it definitely says Saint, which from what we've seen in the previous times mixed with it, I just think it's a little... It's, it's fine. I it's think it's simple fine. but effective-ish. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's like super duper wigga amazing, but I would say like, it's cool. Yeah. Dude. Next up, we have Astrid Aurelia as a xenomorph from Alien. All right. This one is interesting because I personally feel like it's xenomorph meets the predator, which, um... I'm not seeing the predator. I only see xenomorph. Really? Yeah. I guess I haven't seen enough of the predator. Um, it Just like the so. tubing and stuff I made think me you, think predator? I just... No, I think it still says alien. Yeah, no, fair enough. If anything, if anything tried to read as predator, it's probably the taking off of the mask, which feels a little strange. Yeah, it's a face. I think I would have rather that, left that the mask on. But I think that I think the the tail is cool. I think everything works. I don't think it's a winning look as it ends up being, but I think it's fine. I think it's I think it's nice and detailed, which is which is nice. So, yeah. Next up, we have Sigourney Beaver. Step on me. As the Bride of Frankenstein. Now, I'm going to say it's a gorgeous look. I love it. It's stunning. It's wonderful. If it wasn't for the hair, I wouldn't have immediately gotten that it was the Bride of Frankenstein. Me either. I was still uncertain for a hot minute as to whether or not it was supposed to be the Bride of Frankenstein. Because normally, the way that the hair goes is a white stripe on black hair. But instead, she went for golden hair with a black stripe. I think that's actually a really nice reimagining. Yeah, I really enjoy the. I mean, it's a great look. Again, I don't think if it wasn't for the hair, I wouldn't have immediately gotten Bride of Frankenstein. But I like the coat. I like the reveal into this, like, ribbons and giant titties with uh, neck bolt pasties. I think it's very nice. I think it's a great look. I just don't know if, again, if it wasn't for that hair it would have immediately rent Bride of Frankenstein. But still, I think it's great. Uh-huh. The main thing is, um, like, I'm not super familiar with the Bride of Frankenstein as a as a visual monster, so as far as the trope goes, it, like, it's hard to distinguish, but I think the little elements are there for me. Agreed. Okay, next up, Mary Cherry in Stay Puff Marshmallow Man Couture. Yeah? <laughs> this is very campy <laughs> i mean i think it's something else honestly it's the stay puff marshmallow man i think i think this is just a problem of what what more is there to it it's the stay puff marshmallow man i don't think there was enough yeah it's a stay puff marshmallow man with a gaudy scarf and this sort of gold ring belt a gaudy hat thing and a little um long cigarette holder yeah it was very Again, I don't think it was... Was it bad? Yeah, I, I don't know if I would have put it where she ended up, honestly. But we've still got more looks to go. I, I actually laughed out loud when I first saw this. Oh. But so maybe it has got, not aged So well. maybe you got the camp. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the boulets were just laughing behind the scenes. 
Maybe you got the camp. Maybe you understand it was camp. Probably they were like, you know what? This is camp. Congrats. Congrats. You're safe. <laughs> but whatever. It's a it's a newt. I don't care. It's like a newt, I guess. It's not horrid, but it's not amazing. It's just a marshmallow man. Marshmallow or a marshmallow woman, I should say. Yeah. Marshmallow teities. Next up, I still don't know what the fuck this is. I thought it was supposed to be like a mummy, but then I saw other people saying other things. Uh, this is La Zavaleta, as I still don't really know. I don't think I ever... I, I, don't, yeah, I don't know, know what know. this is supposed to be. This is just like some sort of fleshy ghoul. Yep. And uh, I don't get it. Neither do I. It's like, I think it's fine for what it is, but I don't get what it's supposed to be referencing at all. So that's a problem. Is this supposed to be like a Cenobite? No, that's not Is this supposed to be the creature from Pan's Labyrinth? Who knows? But it's not for me, a boot. Blood is apparently supposed to have been dripping out of it as well. Um, as well, I have to say the construction is a little weird. Like the way in which it's sort of wrinkly and foldy reminds me of intestines. <laughs> but it also has just loose pieces of fabric just kind of hanging about and it's like what the fuck why is this the way it is yeah let's 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 move on to another fail i think we have our masked formaldehyde incorporating jigsaw but i literally only get that from the mask and nothing else Mm. and even then i think it's kind of a stretch plus like i said the mask is probably the most interesting part the rest of it is very bare bones black suit dress near south it looking thing and then of course the dreaded Club boots, club kid boots, <laughs> which the boules absolutely hate. Which is and so the only person that I can ever think has ever worn them successfully. I mean, look at them. I don't like them. I the only person I ever would think has worn them successfully would be Landon, and that was because he was getting crowned. I actually think that um, something very over the top and eccentric in the style of um, what Mary Cherry wore with the right color scheme could actually work with those but I don't, that's just I don't see it. And I just don't see this either, so it's another boot. Sorry. I don't hate it that much. I just don't see it. I just don't... I want more. The mask know, is not enough, I do and I think a black nurse's outfit isn't it. It's underperforming for me, but it's not as bad as whatever the fuck Zavaleta had with failing blood and no, no discernible yeah, concept. But I don't care. Can we move on, please? I want to talk about somebody gorgeous and stunning yeah. and beautiful, and that would be... Coco Kane as Morticia Adams in her representation, and I love everything about it. The dress, the hair, the giant rose petals, and death, and everything, and it's just... It's stunning. I love it. I love everything about it. Pouring blood out from her rose. Stunning, gorgeous, giant titties. It's got some nice obscure references. I love it. It's just... It's very pretty. I love it. Very solid toot. It's a modern Morticia, for sure. I do like the changes and the updates. It is... The Boulez... Boulez. Boulez did say that it felt, at times, like some of it was a little strange, like the blood drink from the rose skull cup. But, I mean, skull cups? Morticia would have been all over skull cups, so that's not surprising to me. I don't know. I think it's cute, and I'm moving on. Yeah. It's nice. Gorgeous, stunning. And now... Bitter Betty as Elvira. Stay oh, away boy. from her, you evil witch. I don't like this. It's just, as Abule said, this is literally pretty much just Elvira. There's no 
Yeah, sure, she added some monster teeth and monster eyes, but it's just Elvira. Like, you didn't do anything really to make it your own. So that's, no, you know, yeah. that's frustrating. Here's the thing. That wig, it's ratty. Those teeth. Elvira's supposed to be a vampire. The red eyes. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Those hands, claws, they look like they're frostbitten. But well, like... Yeah, anyway, moving on. So we have our tops and our bottoms. We have our safes, which is, uh, if I remember, it's Saint, Jade, and Mary Chalie who are safe. I don't necessarily agree with Mary being safe. Maybe it's just the fact that they didn't think Mary needed critiques. I guess. I mean, Mary certainly thinks she needed critiques because she's like, I'm glad I'm safe, but I should have been in the top. I'm very camp. So that's interesting. Carlia would have probably been in the bottom, but they didn't have much to say to that. It's just, it's campy, it's funny. There's not too much to say to it. And then our tops of Sigourney, Hoso, Coco, and Astrid. And we don't really need to get into the details. Y'all can watch it yourself if you want to hear what the Boulets have to say. We're not the Boulets. I wish we had the Boulets hosting abilities and powers and money, but we don't. So go watch them. You can always get a 30-day free trial with code Serial Killers. It's worked for people. I know. Go sign up. Get a fake email or whatever the fuck. Use code Serial Killers to get a 30-day free trial and just go watch it. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. And you can use it as many times as you like. You just have to remember to cancel at the end of the month. Actually, I think from what people have been saying, if you cancel at the end of this, like with this, if you cancel at the end of the month and then say like why you're canceling and then say it's too expensive, they'll give you an extra month free. So technically, you can get like two months without paying you just really have to remember to cancel at the end of the second before the end of the second month so yeah anyway our winner this week is astrid aurelia i don't agree with this Neither i think I. it should have been hoso i Me very well. much enjoy the amount of i think it's gorgeous and i mean astrid did a good job but i hoso i think just had so much in it as the other mother i think it was gorgeous and stunning Me as well. that's stunning i mean like that other mother was the other mother. Yes, agreed. You could feel her being brought into reality and then just being tweaked and changed in the subtlest and yep. nicest of ways. Definitely. And then our bottom consists of Bitter Betty, La Zavaleta, and uh, Formaldehyde. Bitter Betty is just squeaked under the buzzer as safe and gets to leave, leaving us with a final bottom two of Zavaleta and Formelda, which then takes us into... Our big ass fight. I'm sure Guy will want to talk about it and just be like, I can't stand Javelette. Uh, I mean, I don't want to harp on it. Just fucking. No. So the point is, they got into a fight back and forth. It's a thing, it's whatever. So their extermination tonight turns out to be a recreation of sorts of the season one extermination where they are put inside coffins. Although this time they're actually, I don't remember if they were actually put in the ground in the season one i think they were just were they just put in coffins i feel like they weren't actually put in the ground they were put in coffins dirt was still shoveled on top of them yeah but i don't think it was like they apparently went to an actual cemetery which i'm sure was just a set because i oh, highly yeah. doubt an actual cemetery would have been like yeah sure film here but yeah a cemetery and we're buried it was basically recreation of the season one coffin with a slightly with, better set but worse with more budget to put in because they didn't yeah. They didn't do, like, the snakes. Piss and maggots and... Yeah, they just did crickets, maggots, water, maggot feed. You know, again, I agree. Some of the same stuff from the first one. I think it was definitely... I mean, and you can tell both for, I think, they wanted to keep the drama of Zavaleta in the first place. But also, if you watch, Zavaleta didn't even move compared to Formelda, who was moving all around the coffin. 
her hands were moving, her body was moving. Meanwhile, Zavaleta didn't move a fucking inch. So definitely, you can see why I think I think that's why one of the another reason why Zavaleta got to stay and our masked queen continue proving the fact that masked queens just don't do well <sighs> on Dragula and getting killed in a pseudo music video for the Boulet's new song that I'm praying isn't in every single fucking extermination. Dear God, if it is. I I don't know what will be. Time what. to die, time to die, and poor Formelda is killed with less fanfare. Doesn't even feel that interesting, really, because like oh, compared yeah. to most exterminations, because really it was just it wasn't even like you didn't you was you didn't know who was gonna die, because both Zavaleta and Formelda were running from the Boulets throughout the pseudo music video, and only at the very end do you see which of the two gets killed. So it wasn't even really like a quote unquote specific extermination where that's like a little acting scene or something. It was kind of just like oh, Formaldehyde got a music video. It wasn't specific to formaldehyde. And I don't I don't really care. It's over, and we'll see you next week, won't we? Yes, we will, with another episode. Praying this episode gets out relatively on time. Anyway, this has been yet another episode of Two Gays Drag Cast. Hopefully I sound like a normal human fucking being with this new microphone. Watch me not sound normal and hate myself and want to kill if I don't sound relatively clear. God damn it, I'm tired of sounding like we're on two completely different wavelengths. This has been Andrew B. and Guy Smith for Two Gays Drag Cast. You can follow our links all in the description areas below. We have a website now, also in the description below. As usual, the clips that are included, if Guy includes any, notwithstanding the intro clip that I do, will all be included in the description below, as we do. Anyway, this has been your two gays drag casting, signing off until next time with another Dragula recap. Bye, uglies. Goodbye. We do not own claim ownership of, or desire for ownership of, contained or referenced clips and copyrighted content. They are the property of their trademark and copyright holders. Two Gays Dragcast is co-founded and co-hosted by me, Guy Smith, and Andrew B. Editing and show running by Guy Smith. Community management by Andrew B. Intro music is Cult Rise by Gunnar Olsen, and the outro is Basewalker by Kevin McLeod. You can find us at our links in the description for my and Andrew's YouTube channels and our website, twogaysdragcast.wordpress.com. You can additionally find all of our content as well as all the places where you can find our podcast at twogaysdragcast.anchor.fm. We are an independent production. Sharing the podcast with your friends is the best way to support the show. Leaving ratings and reviews on your podcast platform of choice are also extremely helpful. Thank you so much for listening in. Until next time, sweet nightmares.